Tonight, from the plains of Iowa, John Follow Through Blue, the host of We're Dying Here, Micah the Mad Dog Sherman. Fifth, 6.28 p.m. Every series in the NBA first round has had one game, some two. We're going to get into all of that. Uh, I want to say hello to John and Micah. Uh, hi, guys. Hello. Hello. John, this is, I think this is your first appearance since becoming a dad. It's, it's true, right? Am I, are my facts correct? Hey, that is correct. That is correct. Micah, Micah looks uh, shocked. I don't think I shared the news with you yet, Micah. Sorry. Oh, congratulations. That's exciting. Yeah. Thank you. Very exciting. And we at Larry Knows Sports, whether it's college football, college basketball, fencing, take rankings very seriously. Um, so you're... According to my system, you're ineligible this year for 2021 because you don't have enough plate appearances. But for 2022, are you ready to be world's number one dad? Yes. yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Go for the golds. I think you could do it. I think you could do it. Um, it's you and... Um, that's Chris it. Luther. <laughs> Chris Luther. Yep. Luther's got a child. Uh, he's in the running. And <laughs> I think that's it. That's all who has children, right? Yeah, that's, that's it. all the that's kids out it. there. That's all the oh. kids. Now, our, our, our kids have to be best friends since they're the only ones. Yeah. And repopulate the earth. <laughs> or are they both boys? I don't know. They're, they're, both, they're both boys. He named his son Luca. You know, obviously front running. Yeah, on, uh, on the, the Mavs. Like mm -hmm. Micah, you, uh, so going from life to death, you, you have a successful podcast. We're dying here. How's that been going? Uh, yeah, I have a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's about uh, death and dying. I, cool. Have I talked about it on this uh, show before? You've mentioned it. Man, we just had a guy who uh, had a near death experience are you familiar with these with a near-death experience i saw your summary on on facebook it was that was intense it's crazy he um he he had installed a storm door on his house like two weeks before he almost died then on father's day he's playing in a baseball game feels lightheaded and then has to get taken to the hospital he had a hundred percent blockage in his heart 
his his heart stopped for like half a minute and then they put him in a medically induced coma and when he came out he had this memory this is and this is it he was in a coma for like three days he just had this memory of being in front of that storm door that he installed and an entity communicated to him you're done like not not aggressive not foreboding just communicating you're done and he was like i can't be done i can't, i got kids i can't i have a wife I, and he fought and fought and fought like with all of his might and then he just exhausted himself he fought to the point that he could no longer fight and it didn't even budge and then he just gave into it and the next thing he remembers, they're pulling the tube out of his throat, and he is. In the oh hospital. my god! So, so it's this so, this communication, uh, this was while he was under, while he was in a coma. Yep. Damn. And it's all he remembers. Wow. And it's like one of those. He's like, it, it's it's not like a dream, you know, where like things start fading, and then you're like, he like he came out of it. He didn't communicate it to anybody. Like this happened a couple years ago. He didn't talk to anybody about it. We were actually like, I think the seventh and eighth people he had told in his life. And he just like, he tried to write it down as best he could remember it. And he was like, yeah, it didn't talk. It communicated. Uh-huh. And the best he could describe it was like an entity, like some existence communicated. You're done. Wow. And it apparently, like, was much stronger than him because he just gave into the idea that he was done. How? And, and then like, we had him back for a second because I was like, well, we have all these follow up questions. <laughs> it was like he, his answers to it were like, I mean, you'll have to listen to the episode, but it's like, he's like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, was that God? And he was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so what does it mean? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, I have all these ideas for what it means. And he's like, this is as good as mine yeah how well how did you find this guy to begin with okay so my podcasting uh co-host is named jane baker Mm -hmm. she is married to a woman Mm -hmm. very very gay Mm -hmm. went on a date with him in high school the jane's wife did no she did oh jane did jane did okay Jane went to high school with this guy and yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work out. Sure. Yeah. Cause Jane's gay. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they went to high school together. Yeah. Wow. That it, that is, that is an intense story. So yeah. Check out we're dying here, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Apparently it's not on iHeartRadio though. That's uh, uh that's, that's a shame. You can't get it on iHeart. Yeah. 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 I don't even know. I don't, it's, I don't know. They're they're stingy. They're is it iHeartRadio or iHeart? Or you know, I don't even know. Yeah. How much longer is iHeart? Has anybody have you I have you ever gone to iHeartRadio? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. Maybe by accident. I have gone to the billboard in New York City. Yeah. Right off the mm-hmm. Is it on the, right the West Side the Highway? Triborough Bridge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I skull and bones radio. Yeah, cool. All right, <laughs> skull and cool. bones. I heart radio. I like radio to be honest. Um, cool. 
So let's talk about the playoffs. Um, let's totally. let's start with the four five game, the four five series in the East, the Knicks and the Hawks. Uh, Knicks lose game one. Um, you know, it was they pl- they they played very well this year. Trey Young was amazing. They couldn't stop Trey Young, and the game ends with. My boy, Frank Nilakina coming in. He, I can't even describe how he's just my favorite player on the Knicks. Um, he's been given some playing time, then not given playing time. He's had like, four, he's had four different coaches in his four years uh, and three different administrations, front office administrations, say the Knicks. He, uh, and he's always been a work in progress, and every time he starts getting some playing time and getting some run and getting comfortable, he starts looking good, and you get hope, and then then he shows a little lack of confidence, and then he gets benched or put or is just out of the rotation, and then I start thinking, okay, this is the end. He's going to get traded, or they're not going to resign him, or whatever. Uh, but then he'll come back somehow. So... It's been like that all season. He hasn't been in the rotation much, except towards the end of the season. He's been playing more um, here and there, but he's been used as like a stopper, which is like this weird kind of role where he'll come in just at the end of the half or the end of the game to cold, completely cold, um, not having played at all, and to play one defensive possession. So he comes in. He comes in at the end of the half, Defends pretty well. Atlanta doesn't get the basket on that possession. Comes in at the end of the second half, and Trey Young, who's on fire, just toasts him. Um, you know, you can't blame the game on Frank. Uh, there was blame to go around. I don't know if he was cold or if it was just Trey's too good or he was nervous because he's in his head. Man, I, I just... I hope that is not the death knell in his career because he's a free agent after this year. And I, uh, if he doesn't play another minute as a Nick and that's his last play, I'm just, I don't, I don't have a yeah. question. I'm just, can we ju- I have a comment. Yeah. You just said, you just said, let's talk NBA playoffs and got super granular about the end of Frank Nilakina's career. Yes. Uh, <laughs> can we can we pull can we pull it back a little bit? Well, I just want to say uh, about yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say that like th- these playoffs in my lifetime may be the most unpredictable oh, yeah. that we've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think. part of that's part of that's because of COVID, but a big part of it is because of uh, injuries and. Um, yeah, I mean the Lakers, who were the favorites coming into the season, having to be in the play-in. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, so I would let's let's talk Knicks and yeah. So what I do want to talk Knicks is whether it's Frank Nilakina's death knell or not, they should not be playing Alfred Payton any more minutes because he's just useless out there. And 
the only thing he does well is sometimes drive to the basket, but he's not doing that anymore. And I, I will be at the game tomorrow. And I will hey, be all right. uh, in my hat, in my Frank Nilakina jersey, hoping somehow he gets in the back in the rotation and does some good and can revive at least something of his Knicks career. That's it. Uh, who you got in the Knicks Hawks series? <laughs> where, where, are gonna, where are you gonna where you gonna Neil Aquino jersey these days? You make it yourself, or you, uh... <laughs> uh, you know, I I got this one maybe two years ago. It was yeah, one of the yeah. City Edition jerseys. They had it available sure. on the NBA store. Wow, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm probably not I, a hot seller. My 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 feeling about this series is if you double team Trey Young, you have a really good chance of winning. And I'd like to see the Knicks do that in game two and maybe for the rest of the series. Uh, that's my prediction. And I think that they will, and I think that they will win. Well, they'll definitely do something. Nick- I mean, whether it's double teaming, because then, you know, Trey is seemingly a good enough guard that he's going to be able to pass out of that. And then Capella's going to go off. Yeah. And Bogdanovich, I, I would worry more about um, Trey young passing than Trey young shooting. Cause Trey young shooting, like the guy can shoot, but he also, no one in NBA history has ever been as good as Trey young thinks he is. <laughs> and, and if he, if you can get, especially hitting the game winner, I was like, oh, yeah, he's going to come in and he's going to be looking for his shot. Mm-hmm. And I think if if someone can, like, you know, keep him at least somewhat under control uh, one-on-one and just get him to – just get him to chuck up 30, right? Like, yeah. he, he he's, he's not – I mean, he'll shoot from anywhere. And he makes a lot of them, but he doesn't make all of them. And he's not – like, I would worry more about Bogdanovich being open um in you know in three-point range or capella cutting right like those those are going to kill you because those like bogdanovich is money and capella makes you know all those everything in close um i think i think they gotta they gotta get they gotta get tough with trey and they gotta make trey work on the other end like that's always the key for these Mm -hmm. you know offensive-minded point guards is just you got to make them play defense and tire them out. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the Knicks can win. I Randall is never going to play as badly again as he did in that game. Yeah. It's really surprising that he came out so flat because he's been money all season, but yeah, seems like a seems like jitters. Seems like he's a jitters. Job. Some j- <laughs> yeah. Some New York jitters. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that was that was a big stage for yeah, Randall. Yeah. I think I think he's just I think he just didn't do well in his first game. He'll come back. I think he's he's had a great year and he'll he'll do well. Yeah, I think Knicks and six. I like that, and I'm excited for it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a you're usually a Nick hater. Am I? I think so. Well, you're definitely a James Dolan hater, which is I don't fun. care for the ownership. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, who who. I don't know anybody that roots against the Knicks. You haven't had to. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you haven't had to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So not in the lottery. What a what a what a what a year. 
No, they're they're the fourth seed. That's crazy. They're I know. Doing great. They're doing great. No, they are they're doing everywhere. great. Yeah. They're exactly where they need to be right there, right now. Unfortunately, they lost the first game. They'll win this next one, um, and I think they'll go to Atlanta and win two. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm very, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, everything the Knicks do from this point on is just for this season is is house money. I mean, it's it's gravy. They far exceeded expectations. And, you know, but I still I I would love for them to win the series, obviously. Um, but, yeah, anything they do, it's it's amazing. It's amazing that Randall has emerged as an all star level level player. It just totally changes the trajectory of of the franchise. All right, moving yeah. on. Uh, Micah, are you a Laker fan or just kind of a LeBron fan? Or I'm a LeBron fan. Yeah. Yeah, like I wasn't a Laker. Like, um, I wasn't like a huge Laker, like Kobe Lakers yeah. fan. Uh, you know, I enjoyed uh, the Showtime Lakers when I was really young, but of course, like, was a Bulls guy when Jordan started winning. I just like, I just really enjoy greatness. Mm-hmm. And uh, LeBron James is great. So I, I rooting for a team is not like a conscious choice for me. I, I found myself, I often find myself rooting against the Warriors, mm-hmm. even though I think Steph is great. I love Steph Curry. Um, I don't know. I, but yeah, I think, I think more LeBron than Lakers. Yeah, I love the unconscious choice part of it because I've definitely gone into games and I'm just I'll just see where I end up rooting. And it's always it's always correct like you can't deny that about yourself. Like in the Milwaukee Miami series, I find myself rooting for Miami even though like intellectually 100%. I w- I want I want the Bucks to I don't want Giannis to get an early exit again, but I just find myself yeah, rooting yeah. for Miami. Yeah, I mean like <sighs> I'll I'll tell you with each series who I'm rooting for: Washington, Knicks, <laughs> Miami, um, Brooklyn, and Boston is interesting. I think it's I think I'm rooting for Brooklyn, uh-huh. even though they're clearly not the underdog. Like I like those three guys. Um, you like greatness. You like <laughs> yeah, rooting against the Clippers um, for Dallas, Portland, and Denver too is another one of those where I'm like. Yeah, uh, I'm but I think like I'm rooting too. for Portland, and then uh, Phoenix and LA too. I'm like, uh, I do like Phoenix. I do like Phoenix. Um, but yeah, it's the the un the unconscious decision is um, you got to go with it. You got to go with your gut. Yeah, the heart Very wants what powerful. it wants. Uh, yeah. So I find myself rooting for Phoenix as well. I, I really, I just I like that team. I like Chris Paul. I really want to see Chris Paul win it. Um, what do you what do you think in John in this series? Uh, do you think the Lakers are toast? No. Okay. No. Um, I mean, unless LeBron is like more hurt than he's admitting and letting on, they're not toast. I I couldn't believe how many people were like crowning them. You know, to quote the late great Dennis Green, like <laughs> even when they got the seven seed and they're like, "Oh, Lakers are gonna win it. Lakers are gonna win it all." They're going to take out Phoenix. And when I was like, wait, hold on. Like Phoenix is good. Phoenix is really freaking good. And, and the Lakers are a lot um, longer, you know, they've got this giant front court, but like Booker can score against 
bigger guy. He can score against anybody. And Aiton had a hell of a game one. Oh, yeah. I don't think he'll repeat that. But I think that guy's the, good. That guy's fucking good. We don't talk about it. Yeah, he's not that awesome. good. No, he's good. He is good. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's he's good, but he's not like. I mean, two guys taken after him are much much better in the draft. Twenty um, twenty and ten is amazing in the NBA. Tim Duncan was twenty four and twelve. If you want to compare, not that that's comparable, but like twenty and ten is good. I don't. I don't think twenty and ten is the same now as twenty four and ten was in Duncan's day. Um, if you look at just the pace of play and things like that, but um, Aiden's all right. Like he's 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 good. He's 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 very tall and he's he's very he's gifted. But he's the third option on an NBA team. He's that's great. In the well, second season compared to everybody else, but not for like, <laughs> yeah. where is he? Like, oh, okay. How many like all NBA votes did he get? Like, what, no, what no, it's not about? great compared to like Shaquille O'Neal. No, but like, he's, he's good. Okay. You just said he's great. You just said he's good. I don't understand. He's great enough to be an NBA player and an important yes. player on a very good team. Yes. But he's not the guy they thought they were drafting. Otherwise they would have taken Doncic or Trey Young. He's not, a world beater and and anthony davis should freaking own him like truth the lakers You're are right. giant compared to the suns and they got their asses out rebounded like that was that was like that was bullshit they they were reading their press clippings and they thought they were going to steamroll them and they just didn't hustle they didn't play hard and if vogel is a good coach and i think he is mm-hmm. he's going to have those guys like he's going to have them you know Blocking out, crashing the boards, doing the dirty work, and they're going to crush Phoenix in game two. All I'm saying is Aiton is, is an 85th percentile player in the NBA, and the third option, oh, yeah, he's in the top 15%. I don't know. Let's see. There's like yeah. 300 players in the NBA, right? So yeah. top 15% would be – so he'd have to be a top 45 player, right? I think he's yeah. a top 45 player. I'd have to go through it. Maybe he, well, I do just, (laughs) we're having a conversation, right? Like he's, he's, he's right there. He's He's right right there. That's a weird hill to die on. Like getting, getting that someone into that top 45. (laughs) I mean, Aiden is a disappointment based on where he was drafted. So I, I, I think Phoenix got what they thought they were getting in Aiden. They just didn't realize Luca would be a like franchise changing guy. Which and, is hard to predict because he's slow. <laughs> yeah. He was playing against adults. Right. Like Luca was the most proven commodity like to come into the NBA like ever. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm just saying the uh they probably mi- they misjudged that because they're dumb and they probably misevaluated what a, a playmaker is worth in today's NBA. And that they they probably were still thinking a little bit old school and like what a big man could get you because he's he's a great right. pick and roll partner he's great with with Chris Paul and and I love watching him play I think he's living up to what he was supposed to do when he was drafted it's just you'd rather I think have... a lot of that is Chris Paul this year quite honestly mm-hmm. I think Chris Paul has boosted him tremendously and I don't know that it's going to carry over to every point guard right like if you look at Clint Capella. Like Clint Capella, Clint Capella is well, he's playing with Trey Young, but he's awesome. Now yeah. he's playing, and now he's great with Trey Young, right? Yeah. But it's he hasn't been like he was on the he, he was in the discount bin, right? Like Clint Capella was 
out after he was a Houston. salary dump at a, at a certain point. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so a lot of this is situation dependent and Chris Paul has made a lot of guys look really freaking awesome. True. I don't, yeah. I mean, Aiden's great and he's young. He can be, he can be just incredible, but I Aiden's, don't think Aiden's what he's young. <laughs> What'd you say before that? And I think he, he's great. <laughs> yeah. He's great. He can, be, he can be incredible, but he's not, he should not be, he should not be showing up Anthony Davis in a playoff game. He should not be out playing Anthony. And Davis. I don't that think is. that's going to, I don't think that's going to happen much more. If it does, that's a problem for the Lakers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then the Lakers could be out early. Well, oh, yeah. showing him up. No, I, I, he's <laughs> Anthony Davis's top 10 player. Uh, Aiton is maybe top 45. <laughs> As we, as, we established. as we have discussed. <laughs> so he's not going to outshine Davis, but he, he's a good player. He's a good offensive weapon. I, I, that's what's so fun about the Suns is they have all these weapons, and, uh, and Chris Paul is the master at that. And I hope his, his whatever the fuck happened to his shoulder, his trapezius, if you got a stinger. He heard a crack. I haven't seen any updates. I heard, like he said, he heard something crack, but Ugh. I haven't seen any injury. Yeah, I haven't. So, I don't know. When I first saw it, I thought Speaking it was like of, a pinched nerve kind of thing, and yeah. he couldn't shoot. Oh, but when man. I saw, yeah, no, when I saw Kevin Durant go down the other night, I was like, "That looks like a car crash." The way he fell to the floor and his his arm was all yeah, but he got him. right yeah. up and it was fine. He got right. right up, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's real anymore. No, I don't think anybody does. And LeBron, he's he's fine from that takedown with Chris Paul, right? I don't know that LeBron's ankle is 100%. That's oh, I, I definitely don't think it is. Right. I definitely don't think it is. Yeah, and uh, he was probably hoping... Well, I don't know. They pre- He probably was hoping not to be the seventh seed. Um, but yeah, it was really stupid um, to crown him, like the late Dennis Green would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just like Phoenix is, has been awesome all year. Yeah. Sticking in the West, uh, Utah down one game to nothing against the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Utah. I'm gonna take Utah in five. What do you guys think? You think? Wow. Yeah. Probably six. I think. I think Utah in six. I think I think six. Utah's. Uh, I mean, losing Mitchell, right? And then the mm-hmm. weird circumstances. That was that was unfortunate. But they're a high variance team, you know, with all the three point shooting. So I think they could they could lose again. I think they're better, clearly, than Memphis, yeah. obviously. And I think yeah. um, I think they looked they looked a little bit like remember the, that sixty win Hawks team. You know, that was like, I was like, hey, wow, the Hawks. Yeah. Um, Bud's yeah. team in Atlanta. And then to get to the playoffs, and it's like, oh, yeah, you actually have to have like, you know, real stars and a good strategy yeah. here. Well, they do like, in Donovan Mitchell. I, no, they, they do. And, but without Mitchell, they're certainly right. beatable. And I think, I, I think they'll win, though. I think they'll win in six. He's also, and hopefully he's healthy. That's the question mark we don't know. I'm just kind of assuming he is. He's a guy who could get to the rim, so it's not as variable as their three-point shooting. And right. they, that's what they really need. Plus, to actually defend and not <laughs> let Memphis just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, that was, that was again, that wasn't, that was, they just didn't play hard. I don't know. That was, that's unfortunate. 
Yeah. Uh, Gobert had nobody to screen assist. Uh, uh, sticking in West again. Um, let's go with, yeah, Denver Portland tied 1 1. Um, they won by pretty convincing fashion last night. I didn't watch the game, I, it was too late for me. Um, uh, Micah, Same. you said this one you're kind of on the fence with who you're rooting for. How do you feel? Well, well, why are you rooting for both teams or not or um, kind of wishy-washy there? Yeah, I watch both these games. Um, uh, I mean, I love Dame Lillard, and I also love Jokic. Yeah. This is why it's, this is such an unpredictable postseason is all these injuries. Right, like um, Jamal Murray. Although <clears throat> it's remarkable that Denver and Utah did as well as they did in the regular season. Um I enjoyed I'm trying to rationalize why I have these feelings, right? I don't know. I don't know why I'm rooting for them. Um I think unfortunately I was gonna say I think like both Portland and Denver have always been those like fun West teams that have never but they've never been a favorite, but they're always like these like high offense West teams. Yeah, they never seem to do much. I mean, didn't Portland make it to the finals one year? Denver I conference didn't. finals a couple years back. Yeah. They that won a championship a, with, with Bill Walton. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. 77. Yeah. And the Nuggets have never done anything even in the ABA. So <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, like I, I, their run last year was like, yeah. Right. Um, and so I think I feel that way about both these teams is I'm like, I want you to win so bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Denver and Denver and six, probably. Um, at the same time, it's like kind of a boring series. You're like, I know you're not going to really do anything. So I don't know why I've watched both Denver games. might. I mean, especially if, if, if LA goes down to Phoenix. I mean, you know, Phoenix is great. As we said, they've got a top 45 player. Um, but <laughs> I, I think Denver is, is as good as Utah or Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think Denver's got it. I yeah. think um, I think putting Gordon on Lillard. Yeah. Was, uh, well, Gordon put that, himself that on Lillard. Game. That was cool. He was just like, yeah, I got Lillard. Exactly. Which is um, surprising because he's not a he's not a guard. He's not. Yeah. I mean, he, he can guard almost anyone, though. I mean, Gordon's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think Denver, um, I think Jokic doesn't want to be one of those. Um, he doesn't want to be a Nowitzki. Remember when Nowitzki won the MVP but lost in the first round and then had to, like, yeah. show up to claim his trophy <laughs> in the second round? It was this super, like, awkward thing. And I, I know they don't give the trophy out until after the season anymore, but um, – I don't see Jokic going down, not after this year, not in the first round. Though, and Michael Porter Jr. is, of course, awesome. So, Yeah, especially with how flawed Portland is. I, I do – Portland is one of those teams um, – you really got to wonder what happens if they lose because it, it, what I – come the offseason, assuming they lose round one, it's like with Portland, you know, they've got Dame, who's a superstar – and everybody loves, and they need 
one more piece, it seems like. And it's it's time for the franchise to shit or get off the pot. And it's just like, do you do you somehow go all in? Because they'll have all their future picks after this year to try to get that other star, possibly trading McCollum, or, or do you blow it up? Because I, I can't imagine... I mean, who knows? But I can't imagine Dame wanting to just kind of sit in mediocrity for another like four years. I think you gotta try to get rid of McCollum. I mean, I, I think that's the only way. The draft picks aren't worth anything because they're all mid for they're all going to be mid first rounders. Yeah, and McCollum McCollum is so like this is why I don't think they're going to win the series. He's he's um, kind of unpredictable. Like he'll he's streaky. And then, like, did you see the play where he um, he got the ball stolen from him and then he totally fouled the guy that dunked all over him? That, to me, is sort of like, like, it's one thing to make the turnover, but it's another thing to just get dunked all over for no reason. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's those little, like, lapses that I feel like prevent him from being that Clay Thompson to uh, Dame Lillard Steph, you know? who do you trade him for, though? Yeah, because it's like, who's going to want to... What? What were you saying? Bradley Beal? Yes. No, it's like, why you, would Washington... Yeah, like, why would Washington do that? Unless they value the picks. But, like, any team that's going to trade a star, it's like they're probably in a situation where they're blowing it up themselves. So why do they want McCollum? That's I got, I got your guy. What about Shea? Since... You know, McCollum could be counted on for more losses. It's Oklahoma City wants <laughs> to lose. Like if they they say, "Oh yeah, McCollum," you know, he's 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 definitely worse than I would. I would rather have Shea Shea Gilgis Alexander. And you know, Oklahoma City will always take draft picks. So they they do love draft picks. Yeah, they love those draft picks in Oklahoma. I think I think Oklahoma City is like I, I, they they obviously see Shea as a pit, as a piece for their future, mm-hmm. and they're not. I mean, we won't talk much about Oklahoma City uh, because they're not in the playoffs. It's like my Frank Nilakina rant, but they're—they're. Uh, they're, yeah. I think they have a Frank's path. not in the playoffs, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, I think Oklahoma City has a path to a quick resurgence. I think if they because they they can oh, yeah. get like they won they, they won their coin toss today for like between them and Cleveland. Uh, tied with the same record. So, but they, they could get the first pick. They could get Houston's pick if it lands out of the top four. Um, and they have all those other picks and Shai Gil, Giselle Janzer, who's awesome. So I don't think they'll want McCollum. And Al Horford. <laughs> who was sent home. Who was sent home, but they can always call him back. They can always call Say, him Al, back. now we're ready for you. Now we're ready. Yeah. All right. The, uh, the, Final series in the West is Dallas versus the Clippers. Dallas wins pretty easily game one. There's another team that it's like if they lose, what the fuck's going on? Um, Do you guys see the Clippers coming back in this one? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I they they just cannot lose this. Like, don't get me wrong. I hated the karma of tanking to get into this side of the draw or whatever, whether it was to avoid the Lakers or to play the Mavericks or whatever the reasoning or yeah. to quote unquote, get healthy. The, I hated that. 
I think I hated I, I think it because it's like, I, what are you? Are you sure you're getting into a better situation? I know, and the Lakers could have ended up in the eighth seed. Exactly. Like really? Yeah. It, it was so it was so stupid, and but and and so I hate that, and I hate this team in so many ways. <laughs> yeah. But I do love the idea of them winning the title, and then Rondo being the king of LA because he won with both LA mm-hmm. teams in back-to-back years and then just him being on a billboards all over LA. Um, but no, I, this team cannot lose this series. They just can't. The Kawhi is too good. Paul George is too good. Uh, they can't do playoff it. P you mean? No, someone's got to tell him it's the regular season. They got to like do some sort of mind thing with him and just, oh yeah, we got the Mavericks again tonight. Okay. Yeah. Just that is the, uh, I think that's the, that's your seminal example for why you should never give yourself a nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Never do it. It's like George. It's either not going to stick or people are going to make it stick in the way you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Nicknames have to be given by someone else and organic. And like if Julius Irving had been like, the doctor is in people. Would just, <laughs> like what? Would just stop, Why are you people know? calling you doctor? Huh? What? Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Poor, poor playoff P. Um, yeah. I'm with, I'm with John though. I, I do. I do think that this is probably Clippers in five or six. Um, yeah, Dallas I mean, isn't that good? What's that? Yeah, Dallas just isn't that good. I mean, they, I mean, Hardaway Jr. like he's just raining threes, like yeah. But he'll have games where he goes like two for eleven from three. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're not as good as they were as they played in that first game. They they shot like fifty percent from three, and Doncic was a monster. Um, I don't, I don't think they can keep it up. Yeah, they play tonight, right? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I'll, I'll take Clippers in six. But man, if they lose, <laughs> like, because oh. because oh. uh, Kawhi has a player option, he might just be like, "Nah, what to do? I'm going somewhere else." Do you guys think I'm going to Portland? Actually, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I have um, thought about that. I don't think he wants to, but that would be the answer to their problems. It'd be a, yeah. It'd be yeah. an answer. Uh, yeah, it'd you... be some answer to some problems. Yeah. Their problems, not my problems. No. 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 Yeah, my right. problems can be solved by Alfred Payton on the bench. Yeah, Frank Nilakina <laughs> getting some run. I think he could stop uh, Trey Young, or he could play, you know, he where he guards the kind of the, the corner three guy with some kind of zone into the whatever. He's great. And he'll he'll be a good player one day. <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna ask, Micah? Do we do we get the LA LA series that we were promised in the conference finals? I don't think so. You don't think so? I feel like no, but I don't know. I... Why not? I mean, do you think did somebody pick Phoenix or we all picked LA, right? I'm picking Phoenix. You're picking Phoenix. Yeah. Right. I think LA will I think I think the Lakers will beat Phoenix. I I do. Unless they just unless they're just like some serious injury. I think they will beat them. But 
Um, I mean, a lot of it depends on Chris Paul's health and, of course, LeBron's health. Um, but I'm, you know, assuming they're well enough to at least play okay and Chris Paul can use both of his arms. Then I'm going to take Phoenix in um, in six. I think they're like they're locked in and they're good, and Aiton is pretty good. All right, well that <laughs> ends that conversation then. Well, for me, but you guys could have LALA. Well, I yeah, guess you don't. I mean, I think I think I think they both get to the second round, and I I think LA beats Utah definitely beats Memphis, and I think that. Uh, uh, well, the they Lakers would play Portland or Denver. Well, the Lakers mm-hmm. would play Portland or Denver, right? Den- mm-hmm. So Denver, yeah. Um, I'm not sure the Clippers beat Utah. Got to man, come on! <laughs> without, Don- without Donovan Mitchell, um, just Utah is man. Utah is so bunk, and they're always so bunk. I hate Utah. <laughs> yeah. They're a lot cooler than they were with Malone and Stockton. Those guys oh, are the for sure. Yeah. But but like let's not hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Rudy Gobert is not a cool guy. <laughs> He's the stifle tower. Did you see him foul out and then take the charge mm-hmm. yeah. under the basket? What are you doing? Sit down. You're not playing right now. <laughs> Did they call a technical on him for that? I don't know. You shouldn't be beneath the basket. Sit down. Man, that guy, I, I see why Shaq gives him such a hard time. He's <laughs> such a goofy, like, kind of a moron, but yeah. Shaq is a moron, but Rudy Gobert is a dork. <laughs> yes, he's a dork. He's also, you know, he's I, I I'm a fan of Rudy Gobert and his play, but he can't be your best player because you can't be you can't put the ball in his hands. Basically, you can't depend on him for leadership. That's for sure. Well, unless everybody speaks French, you can't depend on him for cleanliness. <laughs> oh sure. man, uh, you know it, it's it's a wonder. Like winning, like uh, it's the best mouthwash, isn't it? Like that. Oh yeah, boy, oh boy, we are not talking about that one bit, right? Because like there was conversation. Uh, when we when when we took the hiatus, mm-hmm. they're like, man, that relationship between him and Donovan Mitchell will never be the same again. And then they're number one coming out of the West, so we're yeah. not talking about it. It's all is good, but if they lose to Memphis, then maybe there's Which some rumblings. I here. hope they do. <laughs> yeah. I loved John Morant. That dude is great yeah. and and dependable and. He's just that good. Was he in the same draft class as uh, Aiton in them? No, he was with Zion. He was Zion. The, that's right. He was yeah. number two under behind Zion and ahead of RJ. Mm-hmm. Right, right. RJ. RJ played they got, well. They got actually. RJ's RJ's good, man. Yeah. He has he has really like he's really improved, and that's what I respect. Yeah, um, just putting in the work and getting a little bit better every year. Um, yeah, he's good. Solid. Yeah. I love RJ. All right, let's go to the East. Uh, let's talk about Frank Nilakina again and how he's going <laughs> to stop Trey Young. But let's go to another series besides that. Um, so what do we got? We got Philly, Washington. Um, you know what? I'll take I'll take Philly in four. Yeah, I'll take that. 
Micah? I'll go five. All right. I, I love Westbrook. And Bradley Beal is really good. It could be mm-hmm. six. But they're both healthy. Like, um, well, they almost stole me, game they, one. Right. I th- I think they could steal a game or two. Embiid and Simmons are healthy. This is kind of the first time we've seen them like this in the playoffs. So I don't know. I don't think they're going to go very far. Philly, but yeah, I see them. I I think they'll get. I. I I can't even think of who's going to bounce them in the second round, but I bet they get bounced in the second round. No. No, because it would be Hawks or Knicks, right? Yeah. I also think they would. Yeah, I'll I'll take that back. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess they'll make the conference finals. Yeah. Uh, so then. Good, good for them. Good, good for, for them. The, good for the. Uh, not good for the people of Philly. I hate the people of Philly. They hate themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good for Joel Embiid and Simmons. They are both solid players. Mm-hmm. Very solid. Very, very solid. What do we got? Two versus seven is... Uh, Nets Celtics. Right. Right. Uh, Nets four. John? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, this Celtics team once, I mean, they were kind of weird all year, but then once they lost Brown, that was, that was it. They're just, yeah. they're just hanging out. <laughs> Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is a fine player, but he's not that dude. You mean mentally yeah. or like toughness kind of leadership? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at least right now, he could become that dude. Um, but Boston just doesn't have what they need to beat Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and mm-hmm. Kevin Durant on the same team no. with Blake Griffin also playing basketball. Yeah. It's just it's just not it's just not fair. Yeah, every it's not fair. It's not fair. I always because Kyrie, like every other year, he's a wall. Uh, or just like barely playing or doing something. And I always forget how good he is. And then this year was just such a reminder of how just amazingly amazing his handles are and amazingly skilled he is. It's just like, damn. Do you think they'll face any adversity in this postseason up until the finals? I think Philly. I think Philly will be be tough. Probably not before that, though. Maybe Milwaukee. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I. Maybe. Man, imagine if Milwaukee didn't fuck up that Bogdanovich deal. And they had him. That'd be an even better team. But yeah, I, I like Milwaukee. Yeah. I think Milwaukee. I mean, Milwaukee beat them, I think, three times in the regular season or at least two. Regular season yeah. doesn't count. They're all injured. For the Nets, strange. it's true. Yeah. It's very true. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's talk about Milwaukee, Miami. Milwaukee up two. Um and mm. one by like there it was garbage time in the third quarter yesterday. Yeah. Do you see Miami coming back at all? Winning any games? One. One game. I think they'll win this next game and then that's gonna be it for them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, that, that. I like I, that. I, if they could have stolen that first one, maybe they'd be in Milwaukee's head after last year, right? But then to come so close in the first game, and then just get just absolutely gobsmacked in the second game. That's yeah. that's not a good look. Hero is not. Uh, I mean, it's only his second year, but like he has not done what we all thought after his rookie year. It's funny, because he, yeah. he was the same draft class as John Morant and R.J. Barrett. And it was almost like after the playoffs last year, it was almost universal that like people would have were ranking Hero ahead of Barrett as far as like future value. But I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he might come back strong. I hope he does. I mean, yeah, he's, got, he's like, not done. Yeah. And he's got like a lot of he's got a lot of confidence. He just you know, just didn't have a good year. Who's better? Mm-hmm. Who will have a better career? Tyler Hero or Jeremy Lin? Tyler Hero. Yeah. I mean, Jeremy Lin had the moment, though. Like, Lin oh, Sandy was yeah. a real thing. Um, but in terms of length of his career, I bet I bet Tyler Hero will, will log more NBA years than Jeremy Lin. He may never hit that Lynn Sanity peak that Jeremy Lynn hit, but few do. Yeah. Oh, right. never. It, not, I don't know anybody that will outside of stars. Right. Like, right. Like, yeah. I mean, Tyler hero kind of came close with the lip thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, how about, how about uh, Tyler hero or JJ Reddick? Oh, Reddick's been in the league for so, so like long. 15 I, years. Right. Yeah. I, I, I would not, like, that's no way. I, I don't think Heroes can last that long because almost no one does. Right. Yeah. Reddick had a good career. Tyler Hero, all-star once? Yes. Yeah? I think he'll get there. I, that's more than Reddick. I don't know. I, right? Yes. I don't, I don't think Reddick has any all-stars appearances. No. No, I think you're right. I, I, I bet he'll get there. Um I don't know. He's just got so much confidence. I, and you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of the heat culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. It might, might've been, they, they might get covered once in a while on ESPN. <laughs> um, I think, I think that if they can, um, they can get him working this off season and just kind of figure out what went wrong this year. Cause again, it was so weird, especially for the teams like the heat that played all the way to the end to have six weeks off. Right. And then come back like you should, you need to really improve your game and add another skill. You need, yeah. um, you need time. Mm-hmm. Like RJ Barrett had a ton of time in the gym. <laughs> yeah. Like RJ Barrett had nine months off basically. Um, I, I, so yeah, I think, I think hero, I'm not going to give up on him after, after one uh, bad off. The thing hero that's different or- about him and JJ is that hero hero could do some ball handling and some playmaking. Yes. So has the chance. Can't shoot like JJ though. No, no. He can shoot well. Um, yeah. JJ was, you know, at, was you know at times like forty four percent or something from three. Yeah. Well, I, I wish him the best. Yeah. It was a good <laughs> season. <laughs> I wish JJ Redick the best. He uh, is not in the playoffs, and he usually is. Right. Yeah. 
who he played for this year? <laughs> I think the Pelicans. Well, it, was, it was with the Pelicans, oh, but then right, he was yeah. supposed to get like. Oh, he went to. Didn't he go to Denver, Dallas? Right? Oh, isn't he on Dallas? Maybe he did end up on Dallas, right? Yeah. I thought he wanted to come back up to the Northeast and then they dumped him in Dallas. Right. They, he and was he like mad that they didn't buy him out. So he, he wanted to sign with like a Northeast team. Right. He thought that that was the understanding that he, that he had. Yeah. With Dave Griffin. Um, so yeah, he is on. So that means he's in the playoffs. I don't know if he's playing. Yeah. That's weird. Cause I didn't see, I don't remember seeing him in the box score for the, um, the Mavericks game. Yeah, he didn't play. Mm. Ah, DNPCD. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, he's a very good player, and that's a bad coach's decision. <laughs> right? Like, they won the game, though. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, but, but put that guy in, coach. They had, they had, yeah, they had a 10-man rotation. They got a lot of players. They do have a lot of players. They have, let's face it, they have a lot of white players. (laughs) (laughs) They do. They do. Yeah. Is it more than half? That's that would be interesting. uh, Yeah, they um, Dallas always has all those European players. It's the same as uh, as uh, San Antonio. Why Texas? Why are all these international <laughs> players coming to Texas? I don't know. <laughs> they they heard everything was bigger. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, is, is I mean, that a double entendre? What? That's it. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, sure. No, I mean, Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> is big. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's quite big. Um. But yeah, they should play JJ Redick. Yeah, and they might. And have I, to. I don't. I don't yeah, care. I'm sure he'll get in on senior night, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, like, whenever they're about to be eliminated. Yeah, like I don't know. Anyway, anyhow. Anyway. <laughs> cool. So that's basketball, and uh, it's going to be a fun fun ride. Because who knows what's going to happen? Anything can happen. You guys want to plug anything before we go? Micah? Oh. I mean, I know we know about the podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm still um, I'm still doing Art Smackdown. So if there is any artists listening, uh, we give uh, art challenges and uh, share them on the stream. It's it's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash artsmackdown. It's every Monday at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Thursdays now, casual Thursdays. We, we And we just give art challenges. It's casual Mondays Thursdays. is a game show, and Thursdays is just art challenges, and we show art on the, uh, on the Twitch. And you could wear jeans uh, rather than a smock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're in beret. You can, you can dress like Bob Ross on casual Thursdays, but uh, yeah, you better come with a beret on Mondays. <laughs> um, last week, uh, yeah, last night we had um, uh, Eddie. Um, oh, shit. I'm forgetting his last Eddie name. Eddie Johnson. That's so embarrassing. No, not Eddie Johnson. Eddie from um, Murder Fist and. Uh, Oh, and well, round actually, table of gentlemen. I know Larson, Murder Fist. Ed Larson. 
Ed Larson. Yeah, Ed Larson. He was a lot of fun. Uh, he he gave the prompt of uh, wanting people to draw a monkey jumping out of a helicopter during the Vietnam War, and uh, we got some good ones. Mm. We got some good ones. A different breed of monkey breed. A different. What are monkeys? Breeds? No. Well, you don't breed monkeys. I think different species. species yeah. Species. Yeah. Different species of. We had orangutan. You shouldn't breed monkeys. Like PSA. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll do what I want. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're in Florida, right? You can do it. Yeah, you can breed monkeys down oh, here. Yeah. yeah. It was a different. It was. It was a different species of monkey. Each and every one. We had like 15 different species of monkey. Not one banana between them. Can you believe it? Wow. It's good. Yeah. That very, is very progressive. Good. I guess, uh, yeah, you can't, you only got, when you're jumping out of a helicopter, probably you have a rifle in one hand. A lot of rifles, yeah. <laughs> you could have a banana in the other hand, but I don't know. Wait, why couldn't you do like the bananas in the, uh, in like the ammo belt? You could that? have, you could have, but I think most people were like, ah, it's too obvious. Mm-hmm. It's too stereotypically monkey. <laughs> I like when monkeys smoke cigarettes. I mean, it's bad for oh, them, yeah. but it is kind of funny that they just intuitively know, yeah. oh, I'm got, you got to smoke this thing. You know, every which way but loose or any which way you can or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Clint Eastwood movies with the monkey classic. Yeah. And and like they like to punch people too. That's good. I mean, it's I don't fun know. fun when monkeys punch people. I don't like it when they rip their faces off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, that's why you got to get monkeys to smoke those wacky tobacco cigarettes. Right, right. Comes right. down, they don't rip your face off. Or take LSD like in um, uh, Apocalypse Now. That would go well with the Vietnam theme, right? Did they give LSD to monkeys? In no, the but there is, a, there is some LSD usage in the movie. I can't imagine taking LSD in the middle of a war, a guerrilla war. Can you, are you serious? What, what, what were they thinking? It's, uh, yeah, it's not, not safe. You need someone there to like in case you have a bad trip. I guess you're already having a bad trip. Mm-hmm. 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 Is the mindset. John, any final thoughts? Uh, no. Just everyone go out and, you know, get vaccinated or something. Mm-hmm. You, if you don't believe in it, just ask, go to the vaccine place, ask for the placebo. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're, then you're fine. Um, you'll get peace of mind without actually getting injected by Bill Gates's whatever, like all these crazy theories about the vaccine. It's ridiculous. I had I see it on Facebook. Make, it's so strange. It's so very, I don't understand it. I don't either. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's, it's not, I don't know. It, it bothers me a lot that people are just doubling down on ignorance. And like, if you don't like, one thing that scientists have said, or if scientists have, God forbid, made one mistake, then everything they say is wrong and the government is out to get you and all this stuff. It's it's a little bit scary. So if you're listening and you think the government's out to get you, they're not, go get vaccinated. And then you can come over and hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, look at that. One lucky winner can hang out with John Blue. <laughs> what an incentive <laughs> you, can meet, you can meet my baby he's very yeah, cute that's very true yeah that's also good. like when the hell did bill gates become an enemy like that kind of came out of nowhere i know that's crazy i but everyone was like i don't know 
like thought that Bill Gates was, you know, putting microchips in the vaccines. And stuff. Right. I'm like, do you know how microchips work? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Just because he worked at Microsoft doesn't mean he has like all these spare microchips. <laughs> you know, they don't give that to you on your way out the door. Yeah. So get vaccinated. So that's, get, that's all. Good. Get double vaxxed. Um, Listen, you've already been vaccinated before. Most likely. Just get another vaccination. That's why you don't have rubella right now. So yeah, you are mumps free because of that <laughs> vaccination you already had. <laughs> and seriously, uh, enjoy it. Like I've been vaccinated and I relax when I'm out in public. Yeah, I, I, I feel good not wearing a mask in public and right. when I'm outside. And I'm going to the game tomorrow, which is going to be my first like crowded indoor thing. So I'm going to enjoy that. We haven't, we didn't talk about that. It has been so uplifting to see people in the stands. Mm -hmm. Oh man, how great is that? And how great is it too that the players have more space to move around and relax and that, and there's not a bunch of cameras on the baseline because <laughs> we have small cameras now. Yeah, I wish that was permanent. I think they I know they're going to cram more people at the bottoms, but it's got to be. It's got to be permanent. Yeah, we I don't mean, need to I, see, I, like, yeah, we don't need to see playoff P break his ankle, break his leg. We don't need to see yeah. Carmelo dive into fans. It it allows players to stay warm. Mm -hmm. You know, warmed up. Yeah. and if you want to sit on the front row. You got that whole sideline on the other side yeah. where, the, where we're watching from at home. And that's great to see people in, in like up on the court like that. I think that's awesome. Yeah. But and they especially, don't need to be down on the baseline. Yeah. And yeah. they don't need to be right behind the players touching them and shit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Or saying racist shit to them like in Utah. <laughs> Man, I hate Utah. What is the <laughs> point of Utah? What is the yeah? What is the point? Yeah, boy. Uh, the also like the only the only place that you ever see babies in the stands sleeping and wearing noise canceling headphones is in Utah. Don't bring your fucking newborn to an NBA basketball game. You're doing the wrong thing. John, would you consider bringing your newborn child to an NBA basketball game? No, we there don't take we him go. in because he, he he has he doesn't get his vaccinations until you know two months. What like about that. next season? Um, it's probably not because it's loud. I don't know. Yeah. He's got, you know, developing years. Well, what, what if you had baby-sized uh, noise-canceling headphones? I would just leave him at home, and right. you know, he's not right. going to remember. No. He's not going to remember. And listen, if you can afford NBA basketball tickets, you can afford a babysitter. That's do that. True. Yeah. Do the math. What, do how old, the math, guys. Do you know how old you were when you went to your first professional sports game? Yeah. I was probably I like seven, maybe. Or I think I was the seven. Royals game. I went to a Durham Bulls game. Hmm. 
Nice. Get to see Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I told this story. I didn't really understand how it worked. I actually, um, sorry, Larry, I have to, I have to go. I'm supposed to tutor at 7.30. Oh, yeah. So I have to, I have to jump off. Sorry, I didn't, the kid just now reconfirmed. Okay, cool. I I gotta go too. All right, well, fine. If you all gotta go, make sure you follow at Larry the Athlete on all social media. You can subscribe to Larry Knows Sports wherever you get your podcasts. May all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. 